everyone. I'm Caspi Pius, and you're listening to Adulting 101, the podcast. This show covers all you need to know about how to survive adulthood and life after college. Today, I'm reading a number of diary entries for my segment, Diary from Younger Self. These entries cover my life as I transitioned from college into the quote-unquote real world back in 2016. These particular entries are from September 13th, 2016 to September 24th, 2016. Previously on Diary from Younger Self, I finished with grad school back in December 2015 and wasn't able to find a quote-unquote job until August 2016, or for about eight months. After the struggle of trying to find a position, my first quote-unquote job out of school came to be a paid internship with a Fortune 500 company located in Atlanta, Georgia. As I stayed in Atlanta for my internship, a professor-slash-mentor of mine from my old university and his wife, turned into mentor and friend, allowed me to stay at their place for a couple of weeks so that I could save some money and find my own apartment within the area. These are the first few days getting adjusted to the new role as a communications media intern for the Fortune 500 company. Please note, all names have been changed. Today is September 13, 2016. I'm sitting on my old professor wife's couch right now. As you can tell, I've quote-unquote moved to Atlanta not too long ago. Finally here. I'm 24, with a position at a Fortune 500 corporate office, and no driver's license. Yep. Basically, I got the Charlotte's DMV at the last minute, and apparently my permit was non-transferable. As a result, I had to take the permit computer test again the same day I came in just for the road test. Mind you, I did not prepare, so I flunked it was super mad about it too. So I was moping the last day I was in Charlotte. Mom tried to cheer me up, which was annoying, but I figured I'd come back during a weekend or a Friday or whatever. There are just so many things going on right now. I haven't even responded to my LinkedIn messages or updated everyone that I have a new position. The first day, speaking of which, was boring too, with me having to read documents on how a system works, but hey, it was the first day, so we'll see if it gets a little bit more interesting. Because yesterday, before I left, I kept thinking to myself, So, this is where I'm gonna die. When I got to my official cubicle and hung my name magnet up outside of it. Like, how are you supposed to act excited when all your life you stressed that you don't want to work in a cubicle? Only to end up working in a cubicle. So I constantly feel like I'm being watched while I'm sitting behind my desk, reading boring stuff. They expect me to do such things from 8am to 4pm? Shoot, please let the exciting part start soon. Though I have the day off today, aka none of my supervisors showed up today and they let me know beforehand, I am extremely exhausted on how fast everything is moving. I'm trying so hard to be outgoing, trying not to be rude with my comments, trying to figure my way around, and now my feet hurt. September 18th, 2016. I am freaking out over everything. Monday starts week two of being at my old professor's wife's house, and I still haven't found a place close to the Fortune 500 corporate office. Uber morning trips and now Uber riding back trips, because my old professor's wife is worried for me to take two buses and a subway, are taking all of my money out of my account. 
Before coming here, I had around $700 in my bank account. Now I have almost $400. What the heck? I get paid next week, hopefully, so my bank account will go back up. Would have been more, but my supervisors decided not to come in on Tuesday and told me to do the same, cutting my money down for the first week. My supervisors are also getting stupid with this information I'm supposed to convert into videos. They gave me a 40-page online instructional pamphlet to read about some software that employees use in managing business. Then, neither of them showed up for the majority of the week to further discuss. Mind you, I also can't get into the system to see for myself how the actual software works without a supervisor. I might delete something on accident. Apparently, it's easy to do so from hearing past stories, and that would cost thousands of dollars. But there were no supervisors here to help me this week, so I was stuck guessing how some software works through reading a 40-page tedious packet. The heck. Another thing money-related, Sally Mae is coming for my butt November 11th, 2016. I have until then to prepare for my first payment. Mind you, I still haven't found an official place to stay. And come November, I'll have Sally Mae, Uber, the subway, rent, and actually having to save money for other things on my butt to worry about. Sally Mae is a female dog. Why don't I have a job? September 19th, 2016. I hope to find a job that I enjoy here immediately so I can stay in Atlanta and not have to move back in with my parents. I also do not want to go on a miserable job search again for seven to eight months. That was painful. I have an interview tomorrow with one of my dream companies, a top media company here in Atlanta. I don't know how to study for it. I'm pretty sure I've been sitting in here for an hour or so in this room, either staring at my computer, procrastinating on Facebook or Twitter, or e-stalking people I went to grad school with to see how their lives are going in comparison to mine. My back also hurts like heck. It's been hurting probably ever since I came to Atlanta. Probably because I got a non-permanent position and worry whether or not I will do what I once said I wanted to do to create a national cartoon series. I can't find an apartment where I can live month to month that's close to my job and the two couple of weeks I have to stay at my professor wife's house is almost up. Plus, Uber be tripping in the mornings, not showing up around the time I've scheduled, and costs an arm and a leg, killing my already injured bank account. September 24th, 2016. I still have that job with the Fortune 500 corporate office, and it's still boring. I had an interview with a top media company, one of my dream companies here in Atlanta on Tuesday, and I messed it up. I almost got there late, 10.50 a.m., the interview was at 11, because I just had to take a shower before leaving. Then I was so nervous I didn't even talk to the Uber driver in my car. Probably should have practiced talking with him before I started practice talking with other people. Then my interviewers showed up what felt like 15 minutes later. I tried thinking of something to say during the walk to wherever we were going, but one of my interviewers started talking first after an awkward pause. They then locked me in a room with them where they just reviewed that I had my animation production company and that I interned with a nonprofit news station in Charlotte. I thought everything was going good until the main interviewer asked if I was an introvert or an extrovert. I felt my smile drop. I must not have been talking as much as I thought I was. She then asked if I was just tired or nervous. Horrible. 
horrible. Who would ask that? I tried my best throughout the entire interview within that nervousness I had already. Engaging in side comments, I even told them a mini version of my Uber adventures here in Atlanta. I know I got excited from that, I always do. But at the end of the interview, when one of the interviewers asked me if I had a place to stay close by, and I said yes, I did. Silence. Before I realized how awkward it was and that she probably meant for me to continue talking, I mean, she didn't ask me to explain, she said, Okay! Closed her notes and started closing comments while shuffling toward the door. Then while trying to be cool, I almost forgot my purse. Great thing to do in an interview for a position where you have to remember everything. And as we walked back to the front door, I asked them if there were tours there. Tours. Not what they were planning on doing afterward or how their weekend was going, but tours. So impersonal. To top it all off, one of the interviewers started talking to someone else as I was talking to her. I don't know if she just didn't hear me as I was talking or not, but it was just so rude. In leaving, I did not feel good about the interview. My old professor's wife helped me write a thank you note, but I forgot the other woman's name that was also in the room. I'm pretty sure it started with the N. At least I hope it was, because that's what I put in the thank you note. From then on, I've been grieving over losing that position, because I know I did. The first couple of days, I wondered why one of the interviewees didn't ask me more questions. The only other two jobs that I got were with that energy company in Charlotte and a Fortune 500 internship here in Atlanta. With the energy company in Charlotte, that interview took an hour and we ended the conversation on something with her kids, so I guess she liked me. With the Fortune 500 company, I stood up super passionate in trying to explain previous things that I would do in previous positions and ended up asking the second supervisor what she was planning on doing for the rest of the week. In both situations, people were actually taking notes and asking me a list of complicated questions. But with my dream company, what are your weaknesses? <sighs> Remember all, even though it may look difficult now, we've all been through it, and you're not alone. I'm Caspi Bias. See you next time.